Welcome to Caribbean Millennials. Hello, listeners. Hello, viewers. And welcome back. 2020 is upon us. We know we've been away for a long time, but we're back. We have to take a break, you know, reassess our lives, you know, make new goals. Lucia was so turned, you know, we needed a month. It was one of those vacations when you needed a vacation from From the the vacation. vacation. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But you know, we're back, we're back. And better. I think we are, I hope we are. I mean... Yo, we're in a a new decade now, y'all. It's that level up. Awesome. Y'all see, see what 50-year-olds look like in 2020? That's 50-year-olds that have a lot of money, first of all, okay? <laughs> they have a lot of money. They don't have shit. They don't have to worry about, oh, my God, I have to pay rent tomorrow and shit like that. Yeah, they can afford to look like that. Well, right? I'm going to be able to afford to look like that when I'm 50. Okay, okay. That's the spirit. Apparently, you plan to start selling drugs soon, but okay, I support you. Whatever you want to do. Um, guys, so this has been the longest fucking January ever. Oh, uh, I know you, you know you no, said that. I, I take that back. It hasn't it, been the longest January, it hasn't, it went by really quickly. But it when was, you look back on it, so many goddamn things ha- it was eventful, yeah. Because I was sitting at my desk, and I'm like, yo, we just in February, the third day, and all that shit happened, and that was just January. Well, you know, um, there were the memes like January was like a whole year. Bruh. Not not <laughs> necessarily the length, but just all the things all that the things happened. That happened. <laughs> we can sit like 12 major things that Bruh. happened in Trump January. Trump almost started World War Three, And that wasn't even like the 10th day of January. We were on like the 7th day. And we were talking about World War Three already. Like, I... If that's how January starts, I, I feel... I but that just, that just like, died down. Like, what is even happening in Iran now? Like, they're, they're too busy fighting themselves. Okay, so when the whole Iran thing happened, everyone was like, oh my God, we're war free. We're going to be drafted and whatnot. I'm not going to lie. I sat there and I was like, yeah, nothing going to happen, okay? The people couldn't even get bombing the US base correct. They shoot their own plane out of the sky by accident. I was like, yeah, no, nothing going to happen. Plus, they were too busy fighting their own people. because they... the first week. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. on the topic of, like, war, right? Do y'all feel like it's even necessary for the next world war to have actual physical soldiers? Like, don't you feel like the next world war can solely be th- fought through computers it can but the people in power for the u.s too dumb to even understand how the internet works how you mean but they're using um technology yes for they're all kinds using of things. technology but again listen to what i said they're too dumb to truly understand how the internet works just sit there and think about it for a moment it's worth it to use something but if you don't really understand how it working you don't understand that by taking it out, you can cripple another country. Okay. I feel there's still a stigma behind, like, um, aut- automation and that kind of stuff where, like, you could lose control. And I mm. think certain people might be still afraid of that. Where, like, you know, like, like, you still want people on ground just to make sure stuff is doing what it should. Right. Yeah, and you still want somebody somewhere controlling something at the very least. But, um, I mean, at the end of the day, they still have to kind of send troops in, even though the initial attack might be automated. They still have to send troops in to actually check on civilians, check on infrastructure. Like, a lot of that stuff still has to be done by somebody on the ground. Somebody has the automated um, stuff, eh? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, question, side note, Adani, did you hear all that commotion a while ago? 
No. Okay, just check it. No, because in 2020, I think I'm going to wage war against my neighbors downstairs. Because the whole time I there, nothing going on. You wait when I come and record to leave and open and close your garage 10 million times. I'm sick of these people. All right? Don't it here, listeners. Crime might happen. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, what else happened in January, y'all? Um, Puerto Rico had a bunch of earthquakes going on. And what killed me is nobody was talking about it. I mean, nobody was talking about it. No one was talking about it. So, the U.S. have this seismological, you know, website mm. you can go on and you can see how many earthquakes happened in, like, the last 24 hours. In one day, Puerto Rico had 33 earthquakes. Off, like, on and off the coast. So, when I say off the coast, I'm talking, like, a 5km range. So, tell us... No one was saying anything. Tell us your theory, Vernon. Somebody testing some machine that can make earthquakes. That's what's happening. That's why nobody talking about it. All hush, hush. Yeah, that's my thoughts. They go to they go to weaponize the climate and weather. Mm. Oh boy, yeah, you're really If I die, you'll know why. The CIA didn't want my thoughts getting out there. Acid rain. You know. <laughs> nah, now, now you know. You know, we say that in joke, but I wouldn't be surprised. Eh? Like I yeah. honestly wouldn't be surprised. And the thing is, <laughs> none of the earthquakes will be below a two point eight. Like all of them were like 2.8 and up. I think the highest I saw was a 4.6. Well, and then shortly after, wasn't there an earthquake off the coast? Yeah, so then... Jamaica the had one. The, when the, Jamaica, the one that happened around Jamaica, Cuba happened, that was right after all the earthquakes died down around Puerto Rico. <laughs> they say, okay, stop, stop. Did not affect him the intended target. Exactly. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. We might oh, do that. But they said, there. oh, let's, let's just do it over here. Nah, so that somebody they did think... some wrong calculations. They were aiming for somewhere else. Mm. The or they did so many wrong. that it, it it had a chain reaction. Like, you know, in all the disaster mm. movies, somebody always pushed the system one too many. Yeah. And they're like, they're telling them, no, no, that's enough. Nah, we can go still, we man. Can we go can go still. still. We got yes. this. And the next thing you know, somebody running in the White House with a, with a note in their hand, Mr. President. And they're like, <laughs> if this happened... Did this happen over the last year? No, this is yesterday. <laughs> Dramatic music. And, and what? close, close into his face. Dum, dum, dum. We need to get you in the air. <laughs> they always need to get them in the air. Always. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. So, there, in January 2020, there was also a um, another super, super virus. Yeah. Or is it a is it a fake news um nah, nah, virus? Nah, nah. That one, that one is a real one. Coronavirus. So so what they're saying is from what I was reading they say it is like a a, a strain of SARS, right? I can swear well, that's basically Corona is uh overarching term. To yeah, describe many viruses, many viruses. SARS is under that. Exactly. And there are other viruses that are called coronaviruses. Yeah. So now we found out we found out that part because somebody took it upon themselves to shame the entire internet. Because around that time, this the man Lysol put out thing. a video, the Lysol thing with coronavirus on the back of it, and was saying, "Oh, this, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever." Okay, fine. I get that. Yeah, you know, people sometimes you know panic and whatnot. The thing for me. Was the person who went about shaming the person about, oh, use the internet, you're stupid, blah, blah, whatever, whatever, whatever. Bro, let me tell you something. When people panicking because of virus going on and whatnot, nobody thinking about going on WebMD, be a doctor, a Google shit. All they're thinking about is, I don't want to catch this virus. So, whoever you are who thought you were better than everybody because you could use the internet, you can Google, joke's on you. You're still an idiot. All right? Damn, you dumb now. That's And you know the funny thing? I said 2020, I'm going to try and not call push and be more for... patient. But <laughs> it's people like that that it just pissed me off. Because it was like... <sighs> anyway. You remember Musa, you have high blood pressure, Musa, eh? coming, alright? 2020, <laughs> patience, not letting people like that get Now, now the, the weird thing, right, is they were saying that 
it's spreading, but it's not killing at a high rate. At a high rate, yes. That was so, the... So this is a thing, right? So I don't know if it's a perception thing or a media thing or what, but it always seems as if it's portrayed that all of these mad super viruses always come in from China. Bird flu, so. SARS, coronavirus. What's the other ones? I'm sure they have two more. That they have way. others. They have, they have swine, 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 swine flu. flu, right? All so. of that. Uh-huh. And there was stuff going around saying that um, oh, the U.S. media is just inflating that and whatever to make China look nah. look bad, or how the flu, the average flu or whatever, is actually deadlier than coronavirus because you have people dying from the flu left, right, and center as compared to coronavirus. Yeah, the people dying from the flu is more than just the flu killing them. They probably have other things and they get the flu, and the flu exasperate the other symptoms and kill them. All right. But here's my thing. You're not hearing the common flu coming out of China, okay? All you're hearing is these exotic things that somebody in a fucking lab somewhere must have been playing around with and it get out. That's my take on that. Again, if I die mysteriously, you all know the Chinese government took me out. Because <laughs> I'm the business, all right? So between the CIA and the Chinese government, how are we going to know which one if... I don't know, boy. I I'll leave a message. Trust me. The the drone missile writing on the side. I no. I leave a message. You know, a clue, hint, hint. It was the Chinese. It was whoever. I just try not to get on the Russians' bad side, because oh, yeah, oh. Putin known to just take people out like he's not even hiding it anymore. <laughs> yeah, didn't he? Didn't he just like force um his whole cabinet to to resign? <laughs> He didn't force the guys, okay? The guys willingly resigned, alright? Oh, but he, the he made a new because, rule. Yes, because he made a new rule that's basically transferring the power of presidency to the prime minister. So his plan is, when he done being the president, he'll be the prime minister and still have all his power. And his cabinet were like, nah, we can't agree with this, so we out. Because we know really if we speak up, we're probably going to kill us. So we're just going to resign. <laughs> that's the best bet. Wild! Yeah. Honestly, I can't be mad at Putin. Like, no shame in his game. May let y'all know I go to run this shit forever. All you know is immortal. Probably. Probably. Or the Russians working on his clone already to take his place. Like in Gemini, man. So when he die, the Putin clone comes out. Are you afraid of a young Putin, eh? Exactly. Stronger. Jump from building to building. Stronger. Faster. Smarter. Vladimir. More ruthless. Yeah. And with all his information from his last life. <laughs> no, but Messi here, here thing, eh? They were killing me about this coronavirus, right? So coronavirus going on, people getting sick. Like I was reading something today, another four hundred and twenty five cases of coronavirus. The Chinese in ten days constructed a new hospital that can house over a thousand patients. Meanwhile, hold on, hold on. Just, just, let me let me say it again because maybe you all thought you heard wrong. In ten days, so they started on day one, and at day ten they will finish, and people will lined up outside the hospital to go in. You know, ten days. You know, you take a vacation and you just feel like the vacation setting, and you back at your home already. Like that's... ten days, yeah. It's like you went on vacation and you came back, and boom, there was a hospital with people going to it. It can hold a thousand people. So here's my question. If the Chinese can build a hostel in 10 days, what the hell are we doing in the Caribbean? <laughs> well, before anybody says Why resources, we still have a hospitium? Bernard, <laughs> oh, can you describe what a hospitium is for the... Podcast? When you take your National Olympic Stadium and you turn it into a hospital. So, hence but the But you word, still have to... You still have to have race once in a while. Yeah, you still have you still have track and field every once in a while. Eh? So while people getting operated, all intersect happening outside. <laughs> Hospitium. Yeah. I mean, a positive is um for meets they don't have to have an ambulance on site. Like you could literally just <laughs> a stretcher <laughs> from right one there. side, put the person on it, and just run the person across the field. So you know it has its benefits. It's crazy. But uh, um. I think I, it really shows how disorganized we are in the Caribbean. Because even though we don't have the resources, right? 
we we get we get the same we get money to build this hospital. Exactly. Head on, head on. Like, you know you how, have a you know how many years now St. Jude's but more than ten. Ten years. So more how many hospitals? It was September two thousand and nine. <laughs> so September twenty nineteen. And now they've changed their plans. They say they're building a university hospital now. So it's now going to be even more impressive, but it might now even take more time. So, no, but here my thing, Danny. I'm not asking them to be lost still in 10 days, okay? Exactly. I know, China, four years, five I know years. China have millions of people. That's why they were able to do that. They have the resources of people to come together and do it. But we can't be here sitting there for all these years without a hospital. Like, if you tell me it take y'all three years to be low hospital, then I go be mad. Two, three years, because I mean, tell me y'all working, y'all doing something. But how many years you see a daddy? Ten. Ten years we have a hospital, and China turn around and decide to put up a hospital. We're close to approaching 11 right now. Yeah. September 2020 will be 11. But my thing is, right, it seems like our priorities are just misplaced. It's not about resources. Bruh. Because we built a horse stadium <laughs> in about in about three years or okay. less. <laughs> yeah. You put up a horse shock in three years. No, it's three years, Adani. Because I remember when I, in 2017, that was when I went home. For, it was, in fact, it's less than three years. Yeah, yeah, it's less it's than less three years. less than three years. It's two but the planning, the planning phase to the breaking ground and building it. Well, and they had to acquire all of that land. and. Um... But still, they did that. So they did a lot in a, in a small amount of time. Yeah. They did a lot to make sure that horse facility was ready so i'm saying can the same urgency exactly be applied to other things you know professionalism project planning be applied to a hospital exactly maybe you have that hospital in about two to three years who knows well food for thought boy you see we can take the positive from china just don't come back with a virus no um (laughs) but all jokes aside adani made a good point it's the priorities Mm. it's clear they're not prioritizing the right thing and it's sad that the thing that they're not prioritizing is the people and the people's health mm-hmm. but you know alas alas what can i do that's that's life right now but no, you know true. hopefully hopefully changes in the future and we can actually get some form of you know like i i, I don't say no build your host stadium you know but if you're building your host stadium like a, a deal should be we also building this hospital exactly. parallel to this. So when the horse stadium finish, the hospital ready. Because literally, right, if somebody falls off a horse, hurts themselves, like where are you going to bring them? The horse stadium? <laughs> or are you going to have to drive them from before to Kashmir? The elephant to In a highest, rolling at 100 kilometers an hour. So, guys. <laughs> Just bouncing in the back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, guys, um, all jokes aside, you know, January was eventful, eh? and one of the events, though sad, was seconds. the passing of Kobe Bryant, which, I mean, Kobe. I think that, that took the whole world by surprise, eh? Yes. Especially given that the night before, LeBron James had passed him for, you know, third all-time scoring the NBA and all that jazz, all... So you know, I feel like when it when the news broke, a lot of people were like, "Nah, you're joking. That's just the internet being the internet." But as more and more things started to come out, it was clear yeah. that it was true. Um, it's sad, and I know go to lie. It was a bit angering also because for me, a lot of the news outlets didn't really take their time. Mm-hmm. They rushed to report. So first, it was Kobe Bryant and all his daughters. It was Kobe Bryant and Rick Fox. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was, to me, it was like... Well, it was also so funny to see that people like to um, talk shit about TMZ, but TMZ was the one that was providing the up-to-date, yes. accurate And the reporting. thing is, they would rush in. No. That was what surprised they me. Were, they were the first to break the yeah. story, but they were not rushing with providing updates. Details, yes. It was the actual quote-unquote reputable news outlets that were saying all kinds of things, right? And that's the thing, you know, like, I don't know, I have my own problems with the media, right? But, like, when it comes to, like, death or, you know, you you know, kind of death or life, you know, however you want to call it. Imagine, um, 
Rick Fox or you know somebody whose death was called out called out falsely. Imagine his family seeing that and like what? You okay. know, or, or somebody you know who, who knows him. Yeah. There's a false scare. Now Rick Fox would blow you know? Rick, I thought you were yeah. dead. The worst thing is when things like that happen and you're sleeping. And like you wake oh, up yeah. and like the world has just changed. <laughs> so yeah, um, sad well, news. And I think it, the it, the whole story was tragic because it was him, his daughter, other families, yeah. and you know they were just doing what they do, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's sad news because I mean, as you can see, it was a hero to a lot of people there. Eh? A lot of people around the world, because if it's one thing. People knew was Kobe Bryant around the world. So everybody a lot of people were mourning, a lot of people were sad and whatnot. So you know, prayers go out to his family and I mean in all of that, you know, somebody made a comment and it was like is people really take it for granted leaving your home and mm. making it back safely. Mm-hmm. Bruh. Bruh. Every time I leave my home well, I will not say every time. sorry Jesus. But majority of times I leave my home. I say a little prayer because I just don't know if I come in back. Like any amount of things can happen these days. And I'm not even going out in a helicopter. So far okay. less. <laughs> well, well, the fact of the matter is you never know, yeah, right? You never like, know. Yeah. So like you you could be yeah, like you could reach and die, you could be poor and die, like you just really never know. Boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could like you could die in a private jet or you could die in like um economy. <laughs> you could die in the back of a Uber a Uber yeah, exactly. Kapool. Uber helicopter, Uber pool, you know, so Uber private jet. Yeah, but it's sad. Um, yeah, I hope his um family finds closure, and I'm um, really really sad is that his daughter yeah, his that daughter. that this NBA, well, at the women's NBA star that you know passed away too. So that's really really sad. But um, yeah, hopefully the rest of his family can keep up with his legacy. You know. And, Such is uh, life. Eh? What is your time? Is your time? <laughs> yeah. Well, and and hopefully they can heal because that's yeah, a man. tragic thing. It's a tragic thing to lose one member yeah. of your family, let alone two. two. His wife, you know, losing her husband and, and her, her child, child, you know, her child, and having a relatively young, like almost newborn, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, very true. I I just find it. Like I was just talking to somebody about this um, when it happened. We were at the a camp, you know, and like we were getting signal, but we were like just all shocked. And we were like, how do these, like these rich people, um, with lots of resources, and then they do something that's very intense in their um, professional life, and then they just die in like a random way. Like we we're talking about Colin McRae, risk mm. cars at like 200 kilometers. His entire life, and then a helicopter just couldn't land properly and kill him and his son yeah. in a crash in England, and and like this man was in like near a thousand accidents. Kobe like height of basketball, like you know he could have easily get injured, hurt himself, you know really badly on on court or in some kind of sporting incident. Nah, helicopter. So I think the the thing for today is we need to replace helicopters. <laughs> ah, um, so there are other things that happened in January, but basically, honestly, I don't be honest, them shit not even worth talking about. Like I don't talk about Trump anymore or the Iowa caucuses, you know. <laughs> oh, well, I will say or the caucuses according to today. Yeah, started today. Yeah. And um, so far, Bernie is leading and Biden is second. That's all you need to know. <laughs> No comment. No comment, yeah. Right. So, moving on to our topic. Mm. So, okay. I came up with the topic for this episode. Did you make it spicy? No. it's. I don't know if it's spicy. You will tell me and whatnot. But it came about because one day I was thinking to myself, am I a good friend? You know, no. am I a bad friend? That kind of thing. And or a- <laughs> you know, you see, you see, I'm horrible. But it, um, part of it is because you know, I saw a thing in that somebody was some girl tweeted something, and her friend came to her defense. But the way her friend came to her defense, it was like uh, I go to defend you, but I also go to let you know, oh, you also doing shit kind of thing. 
So it had me wondering, like, am I that kind of friend that, you know, that stand up for my friends and also let my friends know they're doing shit at the same time kind of thing. And then I went on this whole thought process, this whole thought path on the whole friendship thing. So I want to pose a series of questions, you know, for us to talk about and we'll answer and we'll see where it goes. So first question, do you all consider yourself a good friend? Anushka. The hell? <laughs> Anonymous. <laughs> That's what good friends do. <laughs> Clearly. I would like to think so. Okay, you say you're a good friend. Okay. And you know that me? thing? I never okay. get I never get feedback to be a better friend. So Okay, okay. So okay. in terms of that, I just you know like when you don't get feedback, you just, you just assume you assume you're, you're doing okay. good and you just yeah. keep doing good. Yeah, yeah. Cuz if you are bad, people would let you know. Okay. Okay, Adani. Um, I think I have my moments. Okay. Okay. So I can be good or I can be bad, you know. Yeah, that's I, I would like to think majority of the time I'm I'm at least average or decent. Yeah, 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 no. Honest, honest answer. Can't fault you for that. Um, I I would like to think I'm a good friend, but you know sometimes I may I know I know I I know I am guilty of I have this thing where sometimes I get in my head slash in my own world, so I may, you know, slack off on checking on my friends and whatnot. You know I may disappear for a bit, but I always come back around. Well, it's not necessarily a deliberate thing, you know. Maybe I have a lot going on at work, or I just have a lot going on with myself personally, and I thinking and whatnot. But I don't think that makes you a bad friend, you know, because right. I I think you know, like really, if you're a good friend, like no matter how much time you'll you know do talk, like you can just start back wherever you're left off. Exactly. Yeah. So um, a couple things, right? Like one, you can think you being a good friend, but you may just have. Or you may be that you may be the toxic friend. Well, oh. or you may just have friends who are actually VCS in disguise and okay, then okay. think that Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> and you think you're being a good friend to them, but then they think you being the worst human being alive, so then they block you off the face of the earth and you never hear oh. from them again. That so. sounds like a personal story. <laughs> Dog. If she says that, I was like, oh, wow. This got personal here. So, I mean, you never know. Yeah. Moral of the story is you could think you're being a good friend, but if you yeah, don't. Yeah, but Hera, Hera. Hera. <laughs> Before you give your moral, in that case, I don't think you'll be in a bad friend. I think the pussy is the bad friend. And here I think the pussy is a bad friend. A good friend, no matter whether they agree or disagree, or how much they disagree, they will let you know, hey, I don't necessarily like what you're doing. And they, like they will, they will the feel comfortable that, enough to speak up to you but the and let you think, know. Apparently think that you're so toxic to their whole life that they just have to let you go. Okay. and th- but, but then you actually thinking you being a good friend you then then well go my friend go go forth yeah <laughs> i mean to talk go forth you know? <sighs> flourish i don't mean to hold you back i don't know all right so you see that that's to me you being a really good friend there that's how i but, see it but, around but i had to be a good friend by being a perceived as a toxic friend not all or head actually head being head toxic i don't even know if i was toxic you hear that hear that Sometimes, this is not about me. This sometimes about the hero <laughs> has to look like the villain, you know. To help people to help progress. To help the people. <laughs> you check it. Sometimes the hero has to do some bad things for a good purpose. But anyway. Alright, so here Here's my next question. Because the next question after that was... And it came about in that I started to think like also... Am I a supportive friend in that when my friends have problems, can they come to me as, you know, a mm. shoulder, air, you know, to hair and maybe give my view on something, my advice. And I don't ask them to take my advice and do what I say, but, you know, maybe give them a different perspective to help them in their decision making. So I ask, do we as millennials have someone or a group of people that we can turn to in hard times to talk to stuff? You know, your person, your support system. I never feel like I don't have one. <laughs> okay. 
So, so like I have multiple people I can reach out to depending on the on the topic. Okay. But like you, but do you use them all the time? Yeah, I'd say I use them quite often. Okay. In, enough. Okay. Although I'm I'm I would say I'm doing much better than I used to because before I would just keep everything in. Now I actually go and ask people and, and reach out and ask, hey, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? Before, I'll just be like, yeah, well, whatever happened, happened. People have enough stuff on their plate. They don't need my stuff on it too. So just keep this inside. And yeah, let's we'll, we'll, we'll fight it through. I don't know when last year Danny dropped something on my plate. Let me see. I, I, I started to worry. Hey, who else you talking to out here? You have another best friend, dog? Do you want to say something yeah. to me right now on the podcast? She's quite lovely. <laughs> <laughs> this got awkward. JK, JK. JK. But Anushka. You said before you went down to this whole millennial thing and whatnot. You said well, something. I should have said millennials. I'm just talking on a whole You said something people. about like, do you feel like your friends can come and talk to you and blah, 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 uh-huh. blah. Right? Uh-huh. So I feel like I've had, you know, Friendship is something you experience, right? From, you know, as young as you can remember, right? And as you grow up and mature, right? So do your friendships, right? Or so so does your, like, concept of, you know, like, what friendship is. And, like, your personality also, like, changes and matures. So you realize maybe when you thought you were being a good friend, maybe, you know where you could have improved with or without people telling you, right? And for me, I used to say, oh, when I was younger, I was very, like, I was a lot more, like, for lack of a better word, like, harder, more, like, like, I guess, rough around the edges. What do you mean, like, how you just cut people off for the smallest infraction? Well, anyway, um, (laughs) but, like, I, I used to say that <laughs> oh, I'm a good friend because I'm brash. I'm like brutally honest. I'm yeah. that friend that will tell you the truth or whatever, right? And ain't nobody like that shit, right? Well, or like, well, here's the thing, right? That's how I used to be. As I've gotten older and hopefully more emotionally intelligent, right? Okay, okay. I feel like just because you can say something doesn't mean that you should say something. So what you're saying is all and these years of me telling you you only have so many bullets, you shouldn't waste them shooting everybody. Yes, you can see into the future. Has come. Full circle. Wow. Right? But it's also that when you are like telling the truth or like being brutally honest Sometimes or whatever that's not what the person needs right and the now, thing yeah. is by doing that you could actually be hurting yeah, someone yeah, yeah, right yeah. so the, i think yeah. back then i was thinking out of my ego right like oh um, i'm brutally honest oh i just tell you how it is like girl deal with it you know <laughs> right I, but i think even like part of that and i guess I, i'm not like that now but i've always been like a very like i could see things i um i am very like deep with how i look at things so i think sometimes some of my friends not my closest friends but some of my friends um don't want to come and tell me things because they know if you tell me we're diving into this homegirl so, you know okay so here's my thing i don't think it's like not not ego. not like from a not like from a you know bad yeah, perspective no, no, it's just, just a, like i'm gonna but that's ask what questions I was going to i'm say. gonna probe and that's what i go to say i don't think it's an ego thing the brashness and it's just a you thing in that it's not me anymore though i'm not um, so much like that it's still you. I think you've just learned that sometimes it's not always necessary. Mm. I think it's a thing of you always being a person who I will tell you as it is instead of sugarcoating it for fear of making whatever you have going on worse for you. You thought me telling you it was well, as it is would help you when sometimes that's not necessarily what they need. So, well, so Well, let, and I think I've been able, as I've gotten older, to do it with more tact. So, but yeah, let me okay. give you all a little thing I learned there. Uh, um, 
And Arushka, you'll be surprised where I learned this from. Marriage counseling. Not oh. surprised. You learn a lot in marriage counseling. The man told to me. The man was telling me, you know. You want so, to go back? Arushka. All right. <laughs> okay. He was telling me that sometimes when my mm. wife comes to me with a mm. problem and mm. she vents, it's not that she wants me to solve the problem. She just wants me to listen. Preach. So I have applied that to other aspects and other people in my life. Because I've realized sometimes when people come and they come and tell you their problem, they don't necessarily want me to solve it. They just want to vent. So I let them vent and I listen. Most of the times they go away on their business and boom, their life is better because they vent, they talk about it and a solution comes to them. But if they come and they ask me mm-hmm. after venting for a solution, then I will give them a solution. But even then... I try to phrase it in a way that not a you should do this. Not like, a you should have you thought about or it's more if I were in that situation mm. I would do this. That that whatever whatever. Now it may not work for you, but that's what I would do. I don't know how I can help you, but go ahead. Because I don't because I've realized some people they think they want other people help, but they don't want it. Because when you start to give them the help, immediately is you criticizing them, you criticize the way they were doing the thing, and whatever, and you think you're better than them, and whatnot. But anyway. So. Adani, I... anything else uh-huh. to add? Adani, anything you want to add before we move on? No, I feel you pretty much covered it all. Okay, so here's my next question. Do you all think that you're the person that everyone comes to with their problem? No. Okay. Nah. Who's everyone? I feel <laughs> like as you get older, your circle gets smaller. So, like, what is this everyone so talking thing about the, you speak your of? core circle? I feel like I go to different people with different problems. So, I feel like people do the same. Yeah, so, there's no. I feel like. There's people... no one person. So, you don't find yourself being the person that always hate listening to somebody's problem. That's what you're, you all don't feel that way. Not like a set of people. Like I feel like you, I feel like you categorize you categorize your friend. So like you like reading books or watching movies or whatever, but each one of your friends is a different genre. So you like mm-hmm. go to the different one for like the mood you in or what you're looking for. Okay. So I feel like the friends that come to me to say, "Oi, Anushka, like." What you think about that? Da, 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 da. It's because like they want the questioning, the probing, the like perspective and like that or kind of thing. Or it could be that maybe you have gone through that experience already, so they want your advice on how you handle it. Sometimes. Okay. Okay. I think the just the the whole like where we are right now is like you seeing like we've seen a couple iterations. Well, I. I'm going to speak for myself, but I'm assuming it applies to y'all. But I've seen a few iterations of growing out of friendships. Okay. Right? No? Okay. I don't know. Adani, have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah, I have. I have. Not anyone in here, but... (laughs) (laughs) No, they're honestly people where the energies just don't mesh like they used to. Mm -hmm. Like... Like, because there are people that will come to me with their problems. And, like, like I listen with rapt attention because I really want to help that person. And then there will be other people who come to me with their problems. And it just feels like they're really bitching. <laughs> Either that or I'm just not interested. Or, or it just feels like, you know, I'm not invested like I used to be. So, so the reason why I asked that is because you said the thing about... Um, um, or if your friends are coming to you with um, things that you've already experienced. Okay, um, I think that becomes increasingly important as you're getting older. If like the chemistry, you know, the friendship yeah, chemistry I, and, and I relationship. I see what you're saying in, about the friends dropping off thing, like you outgoing friends. Because I feel like for me, that happened earlier, like way earlier on. In my life. You're just so evolved. Sure, you can call it being evolved. You can call it me 
being my father's child, not necessarily having the patience for fake people, mm. in that I noticed when I went off to university undergrad very early that there were certain people that would only reach out to me when they wanted something from me kind of thing and it made me start to think like is that the kind of friendship i want where you only using me when you want something Uh. and whatnot and so for me it's like i didn't not necessarily cut them off like i have no ill will towards them but i distance myself so you know those kind of people who unless they want something from you they're never going to check upon you or be the one to you know shout you and whatnot you always have to be the one to shout them those kind of people i kind of just you know distance myself from them well and the thing is you know like adani was saying earlier um sometimes you don't always have to talk to like maintain a friendship like that's when you know like it runs deep but sometimes like if you're the person like me like i'm the person who like always checks on all the friends right so um sometimes for me it's good to like just not check on anybody not as a test or anything, eh? but like if I just yeah. like remove myself to see who's like, hey, how come you haven't called me this week well, or you know that, that kind of thing. Sometimes you get in your own head or you have so much going on in your life. Maybe you want somebody else to check on you for once. Yes, exactly. Right. I, I think the other like marks of good friendship that I've seen is that, you know, since I'm the person who like always checks on others, sometimes in conversations I lean conversations towards other people and my like really good friends are like, No 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 what's going on with you? Like don't dodge me, da 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 you know, <laughs> and like forcing me to have the conversation yeah. like with them and like open up about like what's going what's yeah, truly going yeah. on with that's me. a that's a to me that's a good sign that you know somebody who's not willing to just talk about themselves mm-hmm. every time only and they, they will you know turn it back on you yeah. you know like i give you i tell you what's going on with me tell me what's going on with you you know but i think you know especially like with long-term friendships or um and just like as you get older like those shared experiences things like matter Okay. More, okay. at least from what I'm experiencing now. Hmm. Hmm. Very true. So, Herat, based on your answers, I'm going to skip the next question because I feel like you'll even answer the next question and whatnot. But here's my uh, here's another question. So, when you don't go to somebody, right? Let's say you have something going on, and it's one of those things where maybe you can use a friend's air or. Or not, but you don't go to any friend, you don't seek no advice. Is it a trust issue? Is it a fear of embarrassment kind of thing? Is it just a ego so I that feel I can like, handle it by myself? I need no help kind of thing. I feel like a fair amount of your questions were around like seeking advice or help, right? Or, yeah, well, or part coming of the thing to I friends talking... with problems. Yeah, and... but the thing is, like, maybe that's what you're using to measure the mark of like how no, you no, can no. count on your friendships or whatever no, that's not but what like I'm the thing for. is they're different like like there's so much more to friendship than that right like it could just be as we said earlier right like the energies right or just yeah. you know how you get along with somebody that it just feels right anytime y'all y'all interact it could be like friends based on interests it could be um friends based on history friends based on all of those things so like you may have like a solid friendship but don't ever really consider like advice or help as as that much of a component in that friendship and it could also be aspects of your personality and your upbringing trauma whatever that seeking advice or help is just generally not something that you like to do my whole thing for this topic is not necessarily measuring friendship and whatnot it's more talking about how support help these kind of things with regards to your friends because we know people use their family for mm. support and whatnot but i want to know how do we view it in terms of for our friends mm-hmm. do we think of our friends as people who can support us and help us and you know 
be a, 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 a sounding board, that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I, I was asking I think this, that's the, what I'm asking the other question. thing about like seeking advice, like these kinds of things that you're describing, is it requires a sense of vulnerability, right? Okay. And um, to you know, truly be vulnerable and open yourself up to somebody means that you have to trust them, right? With okay. with what you're you're bringing to the table. But like for me, I've I've shared things with friends that like after sharing with them, I had no idea they were going through a similar thing or had done that before. So it's like in doing that, you like open up new levels to your friendships and like, you know, like. Yeah, you like level level up, right? Okay. Because not everybody just out here spilling the beans, right? Oh, I don't. <laughs> Maybe they just not spilling I, it to I you. I don't think. No, I don't think so. I think sometimes people know what you're going to say because you've told them, told it to them already. So maybe the embarrassment comes from, you know. They still put themselves in a similar situation. Okay, okay. So they maybe don't want to come to you because they already received advice for that situation and here you are still doing the same thing. <laughs> so like I tell you, you ain't my advice. Uh, yeah. And it's not, that you wouldn't, it's not that you wouldn't be understanding when you speak to them, but they feel like, you know, their embarrassment is on their end, so they won't come to you. <laughs> so I have a question. Okay. What do you all feel about the whole concept of... No new friends. Uh, personally, um, I will never see something like that, other than in joke, because you know you can make different you can make different types of friends at different times in your life. Um, like, like you know, if I were to move to somewhere else, you know, if I were to go to another country, you know, I would not be like, damn, I, I already have all my friends that I could ever have in St. Lucia, so I'm not going to have any friends here in this new country or new area, like, you know, because I can just Skype my old friends and whatever. Like, you know, I'm going to make friends, you know. Yeah, yeah. As to how good those friends will be or, you know, how how they will last the test of time. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that's so, a, another question. So that's my thing. I was going to say... Not necessarily no new friends, no new super close friends. And and because for me, it's like my really close friends, my tight circle, that's people I've been through things with. Like things that like nobody can just come around and be have that kind of bond. Like somebody can't take a daddy with me and then go through things already in life. Yep. So Oh, the struggle. Nah, nah, nah. It, don't, it don't have to be a struggle. You see, that's the thing. You think it's a struggle, but we, we. Oh, the adventure. Sure. Let's use that with the adventure. We, oh, the horror. Okay, the all of that, but nonetheless, like for me, let me give you the example. Adani went camping, right? And Adani came and told I was about me, to say, why are you busting Adani first? But you said like, it's already years coming. Nah, it's no, fine. No, no, I, I thought it was something else you were yeah. talking about. Adani went oh. camping and he came and he told me about, oh, it was a it was a nice vibe and oh, how we should do it and whatnot. And I thought about it. And when I thought about it, really and truly, I couldn't see myself going and camping with nobody but my close circle of friends, i.e. you, Adani, Popo, Adani. I can't Shout see... out to all the, the originals. You hey, know, I can't um, see myself. You, you miss them. You have to say the others. Because <laughs> they're going to feel it. I everybody. <laughs> Daniel. Pope. Jean-Luc. You know, Chris. I can't see myself going and camp without with, with anybody but these people. Because then I thought about it. I did go camping once when I was in university. Really? Yes. And I hated that shit. It was... It, but then I, re- and I realized it wasn't I hated it. I hated the people I went camping with. You hated oh. the people you went with? Why okay. did you go camping? Sorry, them? I don't listen to this. I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. I should have used the word hate. I didn't hate them. It's just that I didn't have a close friendship like I have with y'all and whatnot. So for me, it I, was like, I'm just I totally here. understand what you mean. Because, like, I was there. I had an amazing time, right? The best time. And I was still, like, in my head when I left. I was thinking, wow. 
that would what the only thing that would top that is if I was there with you all and then we were just kicking exactly. around like a fire and like you know like like that's the only thing that would top that is like so, if we went there and like yeah. we were struggling to set up a campfire and like okay. we were like you know like I can just see Popo like expression when something go wrong and like you open his eyes wide and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So for me, is is not a no new friend. Popo is crying at this point. It's a no new close <laughs> friends kind of thing because I like for you to to me at this point for you to make it into this circle of like my close friends like boy I don't know you we damn near have to murder somebody and bury a body together. That's like at that point we have to be friends because you know my secret I know your secret kind of thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> if they I know, know your secret is a secret. We're not doing no shallow graves. Right? You know? Twelve <laughs> feet just to be at sure. At least. At least. Just to be sure. I um, hit in I hit in that water table. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> so head on, head on, Missy. You all think your friends can hold you all accountable? I talking like Anushka, you do a shit. You think your friends can call you up and tell Anushka what shit you doing kind of thing? Like you think your friends can hold you accountable? Well, we've, we've been holding Anushka accountable for drinking for a long time, so <laughs> right? <laughs> we 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 not letting that drop. We never let that drop, you know. You should have seen me. I was there, like thinking, like what people would come and tell me, like trying to hold me accountable for, a and then like comes out when boom, you drink. um, a violent person at, comes out. At this point in my age, I I would say violent. I'd say bold. Boy, I'm quite bold. I'm quite bold regularly. Ready so. to start a fight. So extra bold. <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah. a whole new point. Yeah, um, for real, you think your friends. You all think your friends can... And Daddy said that's a whole new font. Eh? Whole you, new heard, font. you did that. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, I don't know if I should say if your friends can hold you accountable. I think I, the better way I should say, do you all think you all are open to being held accountable by your friends? Yeah, I'm open to it. Okay, okay. Always. All right. Um... You don't think you all can hold your friends accountable? But that's the thing, right? Like, I don't feel like it's just your duty to just go and volunteer yourself to hold somebody accountable for something. Like, they have to kind of ask you to hold them accountable. Like, there needs to be an exchange and a permission. No, um, there needs I, to be some express something. They're like, you're not just going to be like, oh, Anushka, what shit you doing there? And Anushka was perfectly fine with what she was doing. No. Um, if Anushka wanted to change something and you saw Anushka walking the other way, you could say that. I disagree. So, okay, you think me say, holding somebody accountable is telling them what shit they're doing there, right? Well, that's just in your terms. But oh. but for me, it's, ne- it's not necessarily telling you what shit you're doing. It's maybe stopping and telling you, oi, that path you're going down there, I don't think that will end well for you. Maybe you should rethink it and go a different path. Like let's say, let's say I saw a Danny being a a you talk boy. But you talking about having um, what's they call that? What they call that when when you when a set of y'all come and and try and intervention? intervention. Yeah. <laughs> Charades. No, 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 no. <laughs> no but as you if... have to intervene. You have to have an intervention. Is a Danny doing drugs? He's selling all his money things in the house, kind of thing. I say, me say, I have an intervention for Danny. It's going bad. He's selling all the things to get money to pay for strippers, a thing like that. That's an intervention. Uh-huh. So what are you talking about? It's a get bad yet. It may get bad, but maybe I see it. He don't see it. I can't tell him, yo, um. Maybe you know you really need to rethink what you're doing there. Like I see what you're going for, but I don't know y'all. It's Maybe best. it's because I've been burned by friendships, but okay. I don't just volunteer that just for okay, anybody. Okay. Like I feel like people need to have their like walk their walk and you figure don't need to out rock their... bottom. No, I put never... their hands up and ask you to save them from drowning. I never said that. No, I, I, I have you... no hero complex. No, it's not a hero complex. What I'm saying is before you go and offer your help. 
You want them to I actually know. look at you and say, Anushka, help me. So that when you help them, they try and burn you. Say, but you, you ask people for help, kind of thing, and then you kick them off the boat back yeah, into the water. Yeah, maybe. But okay. no, no, I would not kick them back. But, okay. <laughs> but I mean, do you get what I'm, I'm saying? I get what you're do saying. You're not just volunteering that. Right? Yeah, like I'm not just gonna like put myself in fire. Like just... Okay. Because like that could backfire on you, and I've had shit like that backfire on okay. me before. Okay. So, so hera, hera. unless it's like uh okay, so like I'll I'll do it with like somebody like Popo, like I'll tell Popo like but here's the thing. Here's the thing. So I was going to ask, do you think that is maybe it's just that your friendship? We have a certain place understanding. That, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that your friendship with the person in a place that? You know, you can or you can't. Because to me, I feel like and, my and friendship with no, a dad is in a place where... And there's no repercussions where, yeah, or no... Like, I feel like I'm in a, a place with a daddy where I can tell a daddy, Oi, I feel like you're doing shit here, whatever, whatever. And you understand that it's coming from a place of just me wanting to look out for him. And I don't know, like, not. do you feel though... Because, I mean... Obviously, I have more female friends than you, right? You do you <laughs> feel like anyway? I feel like there's a certain like extra level of sensitivity With and women, yes, yeah. Sensitive. So I feel reason. like I have closer. <laughs> deeper relationships with my guy friends. Yeah, because you're not sensitive like that. We 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 just you know, boom bam. Okay. Tell me what it is. Let me go. Kind of thing. Plus, all of your guy friends that you might be really close with, and most of them are really my friends. No, they're not. And my friends all are at a point they, in their life where they don't really have that much patience for they're bullshit. They're our friends. Okay, and they're all at a point in their life where they don't have time for bullshit. I can tell you that right now. And Annie, you have time for bullshit? Huh? Bullshit has left the transition. No time. Okay. <laughs> I can tell you for sure. None of them have time. Zero time. Alright? So, Danny, what's your thoughts? Do you, you know? What's your stance on all of this? I guess you just have those friends where you can do that with and, you know, you, then you have, I guess, people that you I, wouldn't... I'd like to believe if I, I was doing shit, Danny, you'd come and tell me, right? But I don't think that's the measure yeah, for every friend. but you don't often do shit. <laughs> so, See, I don't often do shit, you know? You know, like, I, I, like, I can't think of... Like, you know, like... You know, that's the other struggle. Like <laughs> You have when... that friend that's just perfect and they're doing everything right in life. Jake, I Jake. think that's what people think about me. But I just be struggling Come out here. Come and talk to me, miss. I'll tell all the shit she doing. All right? I just be struggling <laughs> out here. People just think I got my shit together. But you see, it's... it's <laughs> I just... But I, the thing is, like, the thing is, like, nine times out of ten, like, Vodan and I'll be talking about something, right? And I'll make the... Like, I'll make the advisement stuff, and he'll already have done nine out of ten things. <laughs> and, like, on the, la- like on the last thing, he's like, oh, yeah, you, have a, you have a point there, you know. I, I didn't think of that. Like, and that, that'll just be that one thing that he didn't think of. Yeah. So it helps, but it's oh, not like I need to hold him accountable. <laughs> it helps big time. No, seriously, because you laugh at Annie, but because I tell you that a lot of times, like, if I have something that I'm not sure about or maybe bothering, you know, I come in that group with you. And Brent and then fell and shout I, out, I, shout and out. I drop I, I drop it there and you know I get your advice, I get your take on it and whatnot. And a lot of times you always give me a different perspective or like you say, in them cases, maybe they have that one thing I miss and you always tell me, I'd be like, Yo, you'll have a good point. Let me go and do that and whatnot. Yep. That's how and, it is. And that's it, yeah. Done. <laughs> that, no, that is my people and let me tell you something. I, that's why I will go to it. If if you see one day I go in the WhatsApp group and I message you and nobody responds to me, I panic in it. <laughs> so I told one day they kidnap you all, you know. Because, you know. Uh, what happened to your wife? No, well, I go to my wife too as well. But, you know, they have something to but do I to think, your, I think your that's, boys. I think that's why, like, friendships are important. Because, like, even if we kind of, you know, maybe a few of us, like, settle down in relationships and stuff. Like, it's always so, like, welcome to get that, like, breath of fresh air through your friends. And yeah, but that. sometimes it might be your wife giving you the, tre- the stress. So you go talk yeah. to your boys. Or your husband, for your boys like, to tell giving you, you gray hair. 
you know how you should you know deal with it yeah your boy said even you know <laughs> maybe you need to do this and that and the other one no, not saying that's what has happened but i'm just saying sometimes that's what fellas do when fellas say you are going out to the boys for some drinks and thing fellas just go in and talk shit with their partners and whatnot you know so um so guys you know we're coming to the end of this episode our first, first episode for, the for 2020. How y'all feeling? For that decade. How y'all feeling, Mrs. A new the decade. The first for the score. You know? Mm. Huh? Energized. Feeling. How you feeling? You feeling energized. You, you ready? You pumped? Wow. Feeling energized. Jesus. I'm contemplative. You what? I don't think that's a winner. This is my my decade. This is my decade right yeah, now. That is your decade? Oh, boy. My mm. decade. I'm ready. Daddy Pump. Ready. All the winning. I'm Pump. Trying to, I'm trying to be intentional. You are. Uh, you manifesting, Adani. That, that, that's what they say. Manifesting everything. You're manifesting everything. Okay. My skyline, my house, my wife, Ooh. my I family. Like, I was like, your skyline? What's that? Okay. Hold on, hold on. With your family. Hold on, do it. Yeah, I, I heard that. I was like, wait, that <laughs> happened in 2020, or you mean like in this decade? This decade, this decade. Oh, this decade. Oh, <laughs> decade. Boy. I decade. was like, this year, people really. That's a lot of. Boy, that means. I was saying, boy, I have boy. to come for Christmas in there, boy. Well, well, if, uh, if, if January 2020 is any indication of the. um Boy. If, 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 if Adani is in that as inspiration for the year, then. And Adani is get a lot done, eh? Kobe say, you know, just score. <laughs> Mamba mentality. Black, black Mamba mentality. Just score. Just score. You yeah. know, if they're not doing it, then you have to do you it. You have just to do score. it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he about to put up 81, Messi. Don't bother <laughs> check. Don't bother stretching. He passing the ball for y'all. You A lot more than that. Uh, yeah. Messi, guys, um, it's... I'm happy to be back, you know. I miss our little chit-chats. I think I forgot how much I missed you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I knew how much I missed everybody when we went home for Christmas. Even though we were there for a short time, oh. it was so fun just being there with all of you. Yeah, yeah wait, it wait, was wait. a week, but it was like... Yeah. Also, listener shout out... You know, oh, yeah, while yeah. we went to yeah. Lucia, we got ambushed. We felt like local celebrities. We were like, you know, up here in Massey, you know, just trying, trying to get some, you know. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Lucia. Yeah, shout out. Do you, do you remember? <laughs> I don't remember his name. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was, it was, no. Wow. Was it Casey, Carrie? We'll ask your brother. Wow. Shout out to the guy who stopped us in Massey and like took us off guard. We appreciate you. Uh-huh. Shout out to Jasiel who called us out for saying who uses trigonometry in real life in an episode Apparently because she, she uses trigonometry. Yeah, every day. Shout At out to you, Jasiel. Yeah. Um, I mean, my good, you don't have a calculator or like some online app for that. But sure, sure. She we probably are, uses apps, you know. We'll Science, see, you know, her TI, her TI 89 probably modified, <laughs> overclocked <laughs> that do trick functions like that. <laughs> her calculator in, in, in Windows actually does the graphing function, like it shows the graph and whatnot. Oh my god, we'll, ha- we'll have to have um, we'll have to have her do a tutorial for you all to yeah, see, yeah. you know, how she actually uses it in her daily life. That's one episode we haven't done, you know, maths. <laughs> And that's one of the I don't know what to do. Um, <laughs> I will be traveling that week. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, but nonetheless, guys. Oh, it's... as you say that, you have to bring back the guys, the guys corner. Oh, oh, definitely. We have to have a guys talk. They have a lot going on in the world, you know. Hey, hey. They have a lot that we have to discuss. Hey. These women out here acting. <laughs> I didn't even tell you about that strip club I went to, but that's for another episode. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> if the things from that come out, a <laughs> marriage would be ruined. <laughs> we, we would need an earthquake. <laughs> Rapture immediately. On that note, <laughs> guys, it's good to be back. Um, yeah, look forward to our episodes. Yeah, 
and we're out.